0: Welcome to list off. I'm Aussie and I'm Nat and I'll, this week I said, let's just do top five things beginning with W. Don't
1: put yourself down. You see the you're uh, diminishing it. I think it's a great one. i am just say
0: that that's what it was. It, it was me going, let's do that. And then we're doing it, which, yeah. you know, it's not as good as when we pick someone's that they've suggested and stuff, but
1: I don't know. I thought it was a good suggestion. I think we could, uh, we could carry on with this and when we say anything we do mean anything things apparently there's been some question mark about whether we could have people in it and yeah of course we can everything's a thing
0: I think I, I need some convincing to, that anything isn't a thing
1: me too I agree people say it's not a thing and you go yeah. what's not what isn't a thing
0: you're a fan of things
1: I love things Yeah, that's I it things. I bet like in general um, that's one of the things I like about people I meet do you like things? And yeah. when they say, "Yeah, here's some things I like," I go, "Yeah, good for you."
0: Yeah, stuff.
1: Yeah, stuff. stuff things. But
0: things is broader than stuff.
1: Yeah, I think stuff is.
0: Uh, I don't think people are stuff, for instance, but people are things.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're all we're all things, um, in the grand scheme of things.
0: Yeah, the grand scheme of things is what we're talking about.
1: Uh, and so, but what it gives us is a very large variety of what we're able to talk about with the W prefix. And, uh, how do you feel your list is this week? Uh, are you happy with your list?
0: I think I could have thought of more things beginning with W cause a lot of things begin with W I think it's a strong letter.
1: I think it's a strong letter, but also I have the option of picking big things and i've kind of lent into bigger things in a way i probably wouldn't have done before i've got some smaller things that are probably inconsequential to the world in the grand scheme but i've also got some massive things um,
0: Minor, mine, mine are some of them are quite trivial all, all of them maybe no not all of them
1: i've gone for like because some of mine are big kind of big weighty things and and they've automatically given themselves a higher place, which is probably not quite the list of ways. I'm slightly, but they can't really be anywhere else. It then just becomes silly and trivial to put them somewhere else. So I think I start off more trivial and get more into grander things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've just, I'm just thinking of some large emissions from my list, but that's okay. It's not supposed to be comprehensive.
1: No. And also, if, if there's large emissions, uh, it sounds like farts, doesn't it? No, large but omissions. Omissions.
0: E- yeah, yeah, yeah. Emissions, emi- large omissions. Emissions.
1: Yeah, I've yeah. <laughs> just, done, just done a large emission. That was uh, in last
0: week's uh, episode.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think, uh, I think that's fine. And I don't think you should feel like you've missed anything out to oh, the point absolutely. where I sort of wondered whether is this too, does this get too big? Like some of the ones I picked are massive,
0: massive W's. Massive W's. Looking for some massive W's. Shall I start us off? Kick us off. Ah! My number five is a small W. It's Wham Bars. Oh, good. Wham Bars, the pink stupidly sticky, uh, chewy bar from mcgowan's the uh, legendary scottish uh sweets company that is sadly sadly no more the wambars are now made by the tangerine confectionery company ah. they like bought the when when they went into receivership they like bought up wambars and um highland chews you know highland toffees um so they're still going but it's not the glory is you know the at their peak wambars sold 30 million a year i reckon i could account for quite a few of them so you know (laughs) it's a amazingly amazingly good sweet to uh, lose a tooth to sure when you're a certain age um save it for later in your teeth as well
1: i suspect wham bars fit the same thing to me that white chocolate does as who's a fan of white chocolate i was always like disappointed by like the amount you could feasibly buy like you do like if your white chocolate Consumption was always probably covered this in chocolate thing. But if you get like a milky milky bar, I was always a bit like, I mean it's a small chocolate though. It's yeah. a small chocolate. But I think actually they're saving us from ourselves. And bar fits a similar bill. Like a wam is very slight in the grand mm. scheme of things. You can get a uh, mega. A mega wam bar.
0: Mega Wam bar, yeah. Or those little like a packet of little wam bar chews. Oh, yeah that yeah, might do me quite good but they don't have the little uh rocks in i don't know i was going to say
1: that was the that was the thing i was going to say is like the the jackpot with the wam bar yeah it's like the sort of sprinkles the sort of the sort of hard quite acidy
0: yeah and that, that one so the front side of the wham with the rocks in it would be sour but the back mm. they hadn't applied that to so the back was just quite sweet yeah, that's that's a kind of offer from a from a chewy bar that you just you can't beat, you know. Tell me,
1: have you ever taken uh, one of the pink wan bar, uh, put it in your mouth and breathed into it? with a tongue sticking out?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I mean, it just it's just a fantastic sweet, and it's a fantastic sweet in the Scottish sweet making tradition. I think of just mm. being like ludicrously chewy super flavor tons of sugar m- maximum coloring yeah love it absolutely love it I once wrote to when I was about when I was a teenager I wrote to McGowan's and claimed I was doing a um a, a school homework uh, about them and about sweets stuff and asked if they could send me like some some history about their company and they did they sent through like their little brochure and some some like cover letter and stuff and a few few sweets as well. And uh, it was good. They were good people. I'm sad that they're they're gone. But it seems inevitable these days, that a nice local company making incredibly unhealthy snacks. Just can't can't survive on their (laughs) own.
1: It is. It's a really tasty one, a Wambar. Like I can, I mean, it's maybe because like, perhaps I've still got some uh, residue of one left over from years ago. But like even talking about it, it's a fairy. Uh, I can almost taste it.
0: Yeah, it probably is I so can much almost Stuck in the back taste taste Yeah,
1: probably just still there. Just never never got quite rid of it. But it's uh, but yeah, that's a great one. A in fact, I think it's under like, I don't know if I'd have thought of wamba and, and, and I might even have crossed my mind and gone. Nah, nah. Um, but um, now we're talking about it. All I want is a Wamba. Yeah.
0: Although we wouldn't be able to talk if you were eating a Wham Bar.
1: Absolutely not, no.
0: It'd just be impossible. Uh, for some time afterwards. I was going to say my number five is Wham. <laughs> Bars. That's how I was going to do it, but I forgot.
1: <laughs> Can I tell you something I don't like about a Wham Bar? Yeah. Uh, the wrapping. and oh, getting it to the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Horrific.
0: Yeah. But that's just, I feels like that's just some inevitable part of it being so sticky that it yeah. would peel off any other bar, but a WAM sure. bar was too sticky. And they have the I, same problem with the Highland Toffee actually.
1: Yeah. One in three WAM bars. I definitely had some paper.
0: Yeah. And it's plastic paper. Definitely.
1: Yeah. I've definitely had that. That's probably also still floating around my body somewhere, whatever weird coated, uh, waxy paper, uh, that it came with, but actually now we're talking about it, an absolutely terrific. Uh, terrific W. <laughs> My number five is The Wicker Man, the film The Wicker Man from 1973, directed by Robin Hardy, starring Edward Woodward, Christopher good, Lee.
0: Edward Woodward's a good W one anyway.
1: He is, yeah, he's got a lot of W's in his name, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brett Eklund. It's but it, like that's been one of my favourite films since I was about ten or eleven, and I first saw it. And it's one that I think it's kind of fairly untouchable as a film, and it's also works in the genre of being quite a silly film, and also deeply, deeply disturbing. And um, it's got that thing. Where I remember watching it and you think of it it's like all right yeah I like these it's going to be like a hammer movie and it is and it's also not at all like that it's it I I love it I think it's sort of all time top 10 movie I think the Wicker Man um and I've seen it god god knows how many times like I like I, I was trying to think of Joe, when people talk about it. I've seen that film hundreds of times and it's like, well, unless you saw it, unless it was something you had as a kid on video, I always think, yeah, but you haven't. But like, I think there's a good chance I might have watched it 30 or 40 times. So you know I mean, it's that sort mm. of film, especially yeah. in its various different like since the sort of nineties, uh, mid to late nineties, where it kind of really gained its kind of prominence in the world as as being quite part of the canon. it wasn't really at first it was just this sort of i think it's like it's tv things that the more it appeared on tv people going have you seen that it's actually like a really good film Mm. and now it feels like it's very much part of the film canon so since then of course you've now had like director's cuts and final cuts which again is sort of magic when you see these things from before i was born and you see extra footage edited into a film i find that always quite magic like Mm how have they conjured this up from the past but actually ultimately i still think the thing that's now like the version no one who made it liked that's like 85 minutes still might be the best one and the neatest version of it where it just starts with it with him on a plane and it, i think there's something about that that in his, in the sort of way you see it you never see him on the mainland and he's always like, I think psychologically there's something about that that's more disturbing. Like he's always at sea. And as an audience, you never see him at home. He's just mm-hmm. in the air where he's not even on land at all or he's on this island. And I think in a way, even though it was because they, the film, the producers made him kind of cut bits out of it. So you'd never see him at home. I kind of like that more. And I think it, it weirdly makes you feel more, cut off from the world because you never see it mm. i think and i think there's something about the way that's edited that kind of makes it more powerful just watching this kind of shorter original version of it uh, but absolutely one of my all-time favorite movies
0: i think that's the only version i've seen i think i mean I've yeah
1: quite plausibly seen yeah it in,
0: on tv in the nineties. Mm. yeah
1: I think that's still, yeah, I do think it's like the best one. I think it's sort of the right way to have seen it on TV as well. Mm -hmm. And just watching these sort of, you know, it was like, it was the same as any other like Hammer movie or something. It'd just be in those slots of like, oh, it's just like, we'll put that on at midnight or at half 11 and just be like, it's another one like that. And you watch it and you go, really isn't. This is sort of something else. This is a whole other, you know, it's a proper movie.
0: (laughs) No, great one great w i didn't think about films i wonder if any of my favorite films would give me a w i'm gonna assume not um otherwise <laughs> they would have come up right my number four is a person it's soul singer writer and producer willie hutch and willie hutch recorded in the 60s classic northern soul tune love runs out and if you're like a northern soul guy that's it that's him he's like a one hit wonder you love him this one song and it's like one of those expensive seven inches and it's a floor filler and Wigan and all that kind of thing you know but then he's signed for rca and recorded his albums he called this fantastic album soul portrait really hutch and um then he went to motown and he recorded some good albums from motown he recorded this album fully exposed which is a great album But um, the main thing he did at Motown was write and produce for Jackson Five, The Miracles, Marvin Gaye, and just made fantastic songs. And this has his own sound. And he's one of these like soul artists that isn't, I don't know, just isn't, isn't accorded the kind of respect. And It's like history can only take down so many people. So they're like, okay, well, we'll have, we'll have five guys from that era. You know and he isn't one of them but he to me absolute titan and he re- main best of all these two albums i'm holding up is the mac and foxy brown two you know exploitation films that he made these incredible soundtracks to and they're all him you know it's all arranged produced written and sung by him, and they're just fantastic. So many great songs on there. All the incidental music's phenomenal. It's it's really on the level of, you know, Marvin Gaye's output in that time. Curtis Mayfield, the best people. But he's not a kind of handsome stage presence kind of guy, you know, pinup. He's just a fantastic musician, writer, and very heartfelt, soulful singer. A slightly croaky voice fantastic willie hutch he's just like he's also super likable on record Do you know what i mean like when you have a singer that's like oh that singer's edgy but i liked how they sound or whatever mm-hmm. you know he's someone who comes across like a really nice guy all his songs are really <laughs> nice and they're like gee isn't it great to be driving down the street in a new car with your lady and all this kind <laughs> of thing it's all just like really wholesome <laughs> um i just like Yeah, it's just one of those guys. I don't know that much about him because there's not that much written about him. You can't read, you can't watch, you can't watch biopics all about his life and that kind of thing. But he was a big character, a big, a big musician. And, and, uh, but I just like to think he's just a super lovely guy.
1: Yeah, it's funny because when you said Willie Hutch, he's like, in my mind, he fits in that world where you said, when you said Willie Hutch, I went, oh, of course, Willie Hutch. And then that's all my brain gave me. It was like, I got nothing else.
0: Do you know what I mean? It's like,
1: No, just the name really it's just like oh yeah w- willie hutch and you go and i go oh yeah no i can see that that's where i know it from on i can make those connections but it's not like my brain's going you know like if you say someone who's well known your brain kind of gives you here are some facts about them that you know right. it just kind of came up like willie hutch oh yeah yeah, willie hutch It's like i got nothing for you yeah, but yeah
0: he, I got... he, he unlike a lot of, he didn't fall off do you know what i mean like you got someone like al green or somebody who makes great records in the early 70s and then doesn't you know mm. absolutely doesn't you know and willie hutch makes great records right through the 70s they're less spectacular than the early 70s ones and the stuff he's producing in the late 60s early 70s but they're still good i still keep those records they're really good much like curtis mayfield he didn't start making rubbish records he kept making good mm. records but music wasn't in such a great place at that time and but he, yeah, that's just fantastic. And it's incredibly solid. And I think he died about 10 years ago or something. Um, but it was one of those things where somebody dies and suddenly everyone goes, oh, I loved him. He was brilliant. I loved him so much. And it's like, I don't think he knew that everyone loved him that much, you know, because oh. I don't think anyone had mentioned it for years. Because he was yeah. also a producer and a writer. He's more behind the scenes. But to me, he's like one of my absolute favorites. Absolute favorites. And this, this album, uh, Soul Portrait, on rca is just a fantastic tender soul album but with big arrangements like he's a big punchy kind of dramatic really over dramatic producer which is great for things like yeah Jackson 5 or something you know but for his own stuff it's just just hits you over the head with these tunes and yeah but he's got this just likable singing voice and 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 lyrical style and everything. yeah love him Willie Hutch absolutely if I'm going to have one person as a thing in w it's can be willie hutch
1: yeah what an honor top w my number four is the song waterloo sunset by the kinks wow. which i think is a rare thing where it's like it's one of those absolutely tied on most famous songs but it's also just i love it and I can hear it again and again and again and to me it's never become a kind of wallpaper song Mm. but you just get you hear it so much it's like oh yeah sure and you don't really have an opinion on it whenever I hear it accidentally and more more often than not on purpose I always just absolutely love it I think it's a bit I think that song's a bit of magic I really think it's something and it's also like it it's really kind of evocative and dreamy. And all of it is just whenever I I cross the Hungerford Bridge, I think about Waterloo Sunset. Mm -hmm. Whenever I look at that kind of view, uh, I kind of always think about it. And I always imagine that's what it is. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's this, it's that bit where you look eastwards from the middle of Hungerford Bridge, and you go, i live in london Mm. and i just like i think it's that and it's just that kind of that big thing has that thing that ray davis does a lot where he kind of takes a subject then he also just makes it about people who are just knocking about in this big it's that kind of big world but there's two people in it and it's all that kind. i really like those kind of um i like that kind of fiction do you know what I mean when someone's just doing a thing where it's like it's this huge world and we're all so kind of insignificant and there is you know and just all of it but like as soon as it starts the introduction I really love and just as soon as it starts saying like dirty old river and I just go god I love it I think it really says a lot about what I love about London what Mm. I think about it and and then it sort of just boils down to being about this kind of couple uh and it is it feels very sort of 60s. It's very Ray Davis-y storytelling. It's a very lyric-y song, but I really like it as a sort of piece of storytelling and a piece of music. I think it's just I think it's like one of those absolutely kind of perfect songs. and I think it's more impressive for the amount of times you've heard it, like all kind of, when you talk about classic songs, they're often a bit like, yeah, sure. Oh yeah, no, it's good. And that's one where like, it catches me every time I hear it. I always love it.
0: I think that's a real thing. I think it's when, so of my favorite songs, an awful lot of them are gonna be songs that I only hear when I put them on, you know? Mm. And then when it's a song that you absolutely love, and you hear it everywhere and it gets played on all sorts of things. And you hear it when you're out shopping or on a backing, a piece of VT on the television or whatever, you know, used in a film when you still love a song, even though it's kind of everywhere, that's kind of a, uh, okay, that's, this is, that means a load of other people love it. And yeah. I love it. Whereas, you know, some of my favorite songs is like, I never met anybody that really loves that song. You know, that's like a, yeah, a exactly. song. but yeah, that, that's like a super, super achievement to be like a song that you absolutely love and then you're gonna hear it all the time even when you're not necessarily in the right mood for it or whatever and you're still gonna think oh, that's a good one it's one of the best big put in a song it's brave big song my number three is wood <laughs>
1: it's a big one it's a big W.
0: It's a big W Wood uh i read the definition of wood it's quite informative in a way the first plants known to have grown wood approximately 395 to 400 million years ago prior to that no wood can you imagine
1: what are we talking 300 million years Three hundred and
0: ninety-five to 400 million years ago which is quite it's quite precise Mm. it's quite a precise only 5 million years variance um over 400 but just you I love wood. I think wood doesn't, you know, wood, wood for making things fantastic. It's just the best, it's the best material isn't it? It's incredible. Wood yeah. doesn't get it, get enough love. I love wood. Trees are great. They're made of wood, you know, but all the things you can make out of wood, unbelievable. So when I was thinking about things in W, I was like, I've got to have wood in there. I haven't got water on my list, but i got wood, you know, it's, <laughs> I could live without wood but I couldn't live without water but wood's more exciting to me. I'm a big fan.
1: It is it's a great one and it's it's a you know it's a scandal that I didn't think about it because it's such <laughs> it's, a big one.
0: It's a big one you can make things out of it but even if it's nothing made out of it, you can just enjoy wood. you know like do you know you can... what
1: The thing is I do enjoy wood. It's I just... do enjoy it. I enjoy just... it in all its varieties. Yeah, it's... I think you're right. I think it's a bit of a scandal.
0: It's beautiful yeah. stuff you make houses out of it furniture toys shelves you know like you can make all your important sports paraphernalia bats and things people get people get so sort of fanatical about their special wooden objects you know what i mean all the little tools people Mm. use for their work you know yeah so you know people who who like their fun of an evening is like oiling their cricket bat or whatever yeah you're right i'm not into the cricket but like i like the idea of just sort of massaging some wood for a while <laughs> See,
1: yeah. do you know favorite varieties of wood you got any particular types that you like
0: some of the classics you know your walnut your, your oak uh-huh. big fan bark uh, check, bark oh no that's not my favorite bit of the wood and that's um yeah no bark's not the bit of the wood it can look great on a tree but once it's off the tree i'm not too bothered but i'd say underrated wood is uh, damson but damson wood cut in half fantastic The i remember when here.
1: i was a kid we'd go to uh like where we lived in cumbria and we'd have like open fires i used to really like the kind of kindling wood that you know the kind of cut up essentially like large matchsticks
0: yeah when it's piles split, of that, split oh, really small but oh, sp- like probably that. square section sort of thing like, yeah 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 yeah. very nice yeah very satisfying. nice bit of wood Splitting, uh, wood, I love splitting wood with a with an axe. Fantastic, very satisfying thing to do.
1: But something I'm not really into is like, um, you know, IKEA, which has got a lot of wood in it. Um, <laughs> sort of B and Q uh, places like that. I'm not such a fan of. Do you like those places?
0: Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, not primarily for wood necessarily. But IKEA yeah. is slightly less wood based than it used to be or at least they have a lot of laminates on their wood oh. you know but yeah i do i like you know what actually I,
1: yeah i was gonna say it's probably an underrated smell we i don't know if it came up last uh last week when we did our smells but i actually like the smell of a Q. but i think that's that's its strength for me Yeah, yeah i, I mean, don't kind of have a big inhale of it
0: wood's great just just i, I don't just, like I felt it felt like you
1: know splinters i'm not a fan of splinters uh, no so when it gets too small maybe but i think it's a super super strong choice
0: yeah floorboards yeah. tons of good stuff Love wood. just had to had to put it in
1: yeah uh there's the uh I, I think of log the log song from ren and stimpy
0: yeah what rolls downstairs flattens your chairs run over your neighbor's dog uh, something 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 is log log log
1: what's no no i've not got it but i know it's big it's heavy it's wood yeah that was a bit i always found funny great show great wood (laughs) 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 um my number three is wales the country big fan of it big fan of it i love wales uh, I don't know how old I was when I would have first visited Wales. But over the past kind of 15 years or so 20 years, I've gone so I love it. And whenever I go, I love it. And I think it's one of those, it really, it really feels like another country, which it is, because even things like the sort of wildlife changes slightly in that part i just find it all looks so different it looks so different from england and it looks prettier every time i go i love it but i love the cities as well i love cardiff i love aberystwyth everywhere i go in wales wherever i go there i go i love it here too i love it here too i love it all i love the country i love the people i meet there i'm sure there's some people i don't like
0: yeah, Haven't met
1: him. Haven't met, him. Haven't met him. Like it's got the people I know from Wales, give it a very high ranking that make it like, well, this is, you know, this, this, it's a good review for the country. I think uh, the people that have come out of it, wherever I go, I love it so much. I think it's such a great place. And it is whenever I think of like, like, I think I love London, but whenever I think about not living in London, they always think Wales. I love it.
0: Yeah, it's a great place. Great mountains. Great sea. Great you know, trees. And everything in between. Great trees. Great, great wood. Wo- great wood. Woods. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, it's top place.
1: Top place. Big fan. Big fan here. I remember like wasn't there that thing about ten years ago that was kind of controversial because Anne Robinson was on Room one oh one and she consigned whales to room 101 and quite rightfully people got upset and angry with her but it makes me think how far we've come where i think now everyone would just be like get out of town at robinson get you can get in the bin
0: yeah yeah you can get, go get in out room, go in room 101
1: yeah i, I think it should sucker in like those ghostbusters uh things that hold the ghosts in
0: That should be a forfeit on Room 101. It's like unfortunately you gave the wrong answer. So you're you're going to be going in 101.
1: Awful. Awful decision. Amazing country. Absolutely love it. Great country.
0: Top answer. My number two is the Wu Tang clan. The Wu Tang clan from, from mostly from Staten Island, New York. A couple of them from Brooklyn. Nine rappers, absolutely unheard of at the time for rap groups. You know when they come out in '92 and '92 '93, they were just certainly you know they came out of nowhere. They sounded so amateurish and weird and grimy. I remember the first time I heard I have heard their their first album um on somebody else, an older kid's Walkman headphones in the bus. I was like, what are you listening to? And he's like Wu Tang Clan. I was like, I don't know what that is, you know. So he put the headphones on, and I was like, I listened for quite a while, and I was like, Oh, that sounds terrible, you know. I just I wasn't ready for it. Relatively soon after that, I was, but just it just changed everything from hip hop kind of production. The RZA his production was incredible, and just changed everything, really. Like, and then and then they did this crazy thing of like signing up all the all the members of this nine person group to, to solo deals or almost all of them and putting out and again was it would produce these albums for them and they you know the first whatever it was five or six solo releases the quality level of them is ridiculous and you've got to remember that time like nobody really had been in a group and then gone solo apart from maybe ice cube you know and made a success of it everyone else was like you're in a group oh you left the group Bye, you're done you know like it just wasn't a thing and then they they all had these records out and they were still a group and he had such variety you had old dirty bastards singing crazy stuff out of tune and put out a phenomenal album and then you had this kind of super super f- lyrical poetic genius like the genius you know the jizz his record was crazy you know they're these big show people like Method Man and Rayquan and stuff, Ghostface being super charismatic, sort of heartfelt. The RZA having a fantastic speech impediment on the mic. And just, I don't know, just to have like a nine person group, like two of them are pretty irrelevant, let's be honest. But U-God and Master Killer, not all that. But the other guys, just to have that many different styles and stuff, in any type of music it's just kind of unheard of like
1: is it's 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 also like it's it's probably a word that you don't think to associate with them but it's there's an awful lot of charm about them that yeah. there's just something that is and i think it feels like it's that they really they really won I think in the grand scheme of things as I was watching some of that documentary and I kind of I always catch bits of it that series when it's the one that's like the one they did a couple of years ago that's like the the big whatever it is six part documentary and things and it was just that it always seemed like there is a has this real like he it's like he's seen it I don't know whether he's created that story but it's like he knows where it's all going it's like it's like I want to do this and everyone can do these other things and he's really just got this vision and he's not doing it from a place of where you're sort of privileged and you can make that happen it's sort of from the bottom up
0: do you yeah. know what i mean
1: it's almost like someone stares up and he's just gone it's really like um like it's someone who's imagines this sort of it's almost like oh yeah but it's it's like and when we're massive but there's no like it's not coming from a place of being super popular or super already in the mainstream it's looking up and going oh yeah well it's almost like he recognizes what it is and no one else it's like it's like someone sort of living a a dream or something it's like a proper like it's a bit like a fairy story or something it's got real like uh, it's totally mad and it's jack and a beanstalk or something not only
0: were they not coming from a place of success but they were failures you know like the RZA and the GZA had had record deals you know the genius first album came out on cold chilling and was just flop you know and doesn't have any of the it's fine there's a couple of decent songs on it but doesn't have any of the unique kind of feeling of the of the Wu-Tang Clan stuff and the RZA you know he was Prince Rakim. Yeah, it's a corniest song, which I kind of love, but if you've never seen it, We Love You, Rakeem. There's a video for it. It's on YouTube. It's hilarious. Um, it's just hilarious. It starts out, I got too many ladies. I need to learn to say no. It's, <laughs> it's just unbelievable that this guy would go, I oh, do you know what, from my own self-belief, I'm going to invent <laughs> an entire martial arts, hip-hop world. <laughs> and we're gonna take over the globe we're all gonna become millionaires um and we're all gonna release hit albums just unbelievable so but i
1: also like think that's right as well which i do you know what I mean yeah. i think he's he's done it right it's absolutely it's also like it's it's really idealistic in a way that you would think was someone who doesn't really well maybe that's why who's like almost like unrealistic idealistic yeah. idea of And then does it and it's not it just feels so kind of uh you know unlikely and i i I think it's a real like whenever i see it it's just like it kind of blows me away as like a story i just think it's like wow it feels like it's real like wow you just did it yeah you you just did this magic thing. thing and then and it feels still like they're both you know like the the earning power of them is huge you know of what they've actually you kind of think the money they've made but i also kind of get the impression they're all just that it doesn't feel like they're changed or anything it's just like just these guys it just i mean they they find it all
0: like they fall out and they you know i mean they criticize each other and they fall out from time to time but they'll still like reform you know the eight remaining ones from time to time and do Stuff together, and two, you know, three of them are getting on, and then you know, then these three are, and that sort of thing. And it's like, it's kind of nuts, you know. If you think of like, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like they're like they're like they're like a backward traveling Wilburys. Do you know what I mean? They're like <laughs> they're, they're like a super group that's just started out as a group of nine really, like at the exactly. We didn't know who any of them were, really. Do you know what I mean? We. There was too many to know you'd be listening to the record and you'd be like i don't know which one that is i don't know which one that is i don't know which one that is. then over time you got to know them and you got their own albums and they got their own personalities and you figured it all out but it's just i don't know they were just a force of nature and such a huge part of my teenage years you know unbelievable to have because if you think of it as one group right they would have had like five phenomenal albums in the space of like three years Like, no group could do that, like, as a group. Because you wouldn't be allowed to promote five albums in five years. Not even in the 60s when groups were cranking out albums. But because they had all the solo deals, they did. It's incredible. Anyway, Wu-Tang Clan, it's a big W. They're most famous for a big W. And uh, they've got to go on the list.
1: Good choice. Utterly charming uh outfit but i do i find them <laughs> utterly charming uh my number two is a big one um and when i thought of it i kind of keep thinking oh, i don't want to include that but then when i i can't knock it out and it has to be high and it's water water partly great drink super underrated drink um and i think partly that's because I actually need it. So I think sometimes when I'm having it, it's probably my body tricking me into thinking it's a great drink and I'm just need to be hydrated. Yeah. So, but I can't tell the difference. So, you know, I mean, it feels like in some days I feel like, well, this is better than I am brew, but you know, it feels like you've got to have it. So maybe it's a trick, but it's also oceans and something you swim in and it's something you you know it has these different functions yeah i can't it's and it feels silly because it's such a kind of it's so everyday, but then it's also like it's massive
0: it's also the main reason we're all alive because you know having water and being a a livable distance from the sun is the only reason why there's life on earth right like it's, sure, yeah yeah absolutely we're, just, we're really looking for the water elsewhere but you know we're not turning it up in useful quantities yet it's exactly it's, 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 it's essential isn't it? it's the, the nice thing away.
1: about them finding water on mars it's a big deal we've got a bit of water up there um but no i you know it, it would seem silly not to put it in it, it's also like I don't know, and then once it's in, you can't put it. It felt like I couldn't put it at five. In some ways, I thought, can I? Can I put it? Is it automatically number one? But it's not automatically. I've left it
0: out. I've taken it for granted, which means I deserve to dehydrate terribly.
1: Sure, Uh, but I feel the same way about wood. I think that's a similar thing, and I think maybe even did you you mention
0: water in your when you were speaking of wood? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have wood, you should probably have water, but you know, I you know, I didn't put it in there. I think. I think it's that, yeah, you've got to look at all the things water does and we do with water to, to fully appreciate it. I did have an honourable mention related to water, which was uh, water parks.
1: Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Not
0: really spent much of my life at water parks, but I still find them exciting like I did as a kid, mainly because I haven't been to them much. You know, like I've been to some big swimming pools where they got a lot of like, you know, slides and, rapids areas but i've never been to the proper like outdoor ones that people go to on holiday and stuff i never i never have that fun so i still imagine them as good as they are in my child imagination
1: yeah i've like there was the woolwich waterfront that was one of the big ones when i was a kid um and of course you can tell it's good because when you approach it it has uh, a bit of flume that comes out of the building Mm. That's always something I look for in a water park. I think it's always a good sign. Do
0: you ever go to Croydon Water Palace? No, no,
1: I was trying to think of the other one. What was Croydon Water Palace like?
0: It's good. It's good. A lot of slides, rapids, bit where we go and a big, big rubber ring around the outside. It's magic.
1: Weirdly, the Elephant and Castle uh, Leisure Centre uh, would have, it had one that was a big, like, bumpy slide. Do you know what I mean? It just had, mm-hmm. like, it's like one where you're on a slide, but you're all like, going up and down on it and it also had like rapids so like it's like every like i don't know hour or something you just suddenly feel like while you're swimming in it you'd have a bit where it's just like oh, i'm gonna put the rapids on for like oh yeah it was like wave machines four. yeah yeah they'd have yeah. like a wave machine come on yeah maybe like still... this is just like a leisure center pool
0: yeah
1: like it just added had some added like extras like for the kids or something like yeah it's gonna bang these on. it's it's such a different world like there. Cause I think of like swimming pools now are almost like they're far less fun. They are just like, you know, a 25 meter length
0: pool, still, which are still, expected. To... They still make those ones. We just don't go to them cause we are adults. I'm starting to go to it. them more now. I mean, okay. when well, my kids have their swimming lessons at Archway. That's got a, uh, a water slide and a wave machine. Oh, Obviously they're probably, they're probably both out of bounds cause of COVID, but you know, they, uh... I'm trying to
1: think where the other one was. There was another one. White was... city.
0: Do you go to White City? Maybe. What was it called? Mm, don't know. White City.
1: <sighs> there was one that was like, like Woolwich Waterfront. There was one that was called something like, oh, you know, it's called something like Splish Splash or something. It has that sort of name. I mm. can't remember what area that was in. But there was like a couple in London that were like the big. The big water park yeah but that's flutes. not the le-
0: on the level of like if you go on holiday in like spain or something and they're on the seaside and you those ones where you've come down and you fly along the top of the water and stuff oh, they look amazing but i'm never going to go to one now am i because i've I haven't got, i've got to 40 without it so they'll just yeah. stay in my head as like a great thing
1: i went to this very short-lived disney water park in florida and it was kind of all right it was a little bit it was a little bit uh uh you know it was probably not you know as good or a bit less good than a lot of these ones that we have um but no. it was that thing that now i think it's partly there's like uh it's controversial because i think it was it used like swamp water so outside of it we're on these kind of florida everglades so i think it used a lot of kind of swamp water in its own water park and i think it was i think it got in trouble and it's a lot more dangerous uh water that they were having going through the park um so i think it's controversial i think it's closed down soon afterwards it didn't, last it didn't last long big deal it's interesting that you'd have water parks and not water
0: <laughs> well yeah i don't know it's a subsection but that's fine it's like you had whales the country and i'd have whales the mammal yeah yeah you know i didn't put them in but i'm now i'm like oh they probably are better than wombats. i don't know it's hard to compare it is hard to compare Who's to say my number one is a feeling it's a feeling beginning with W. I think that's the thing. Yeah. It's wonder. Oh, nice. So I think wonder is my favorite feeling because when you feel that feeling of wonder, you feel it in your chest. It can be, a lot of things can do that. It can be small things, anything, or huge things. It could be stepping up into a huge into a huge panoramic view, you know? You get that feeling of wonder, you know? Uh, it, but I think that, I think I could, if I had to describe what my favorite feeling is, I think that's the word for it, wonder. Like, so many things, if I think about favorite moments where you just, you know, take your breath and you go, wow like that's that's the word for me wonder and it's, it covers so many things i can remember i remember being in the first time i went to new york when i was like 18 years old or something and we you know you go to a poxy airport and then get a rubbishy train or cab or bus to the place where you're staying and then you're like all right now i want to walk out and see the place i just remember walking We were staying, I was staying with my dad. He was doing a student trip and we were staying at the Upper West Side YMCA, just next to the park. And we just walked down to like, I don't know, we walked down towards kind of Times Square and that kind of thing. But even before we got there, it was like, look at this city. It's like New York in the films. It's like New York in the films. That's where I am. That was that feeling of wonder. I remember like 2012 Olympics, walking up the steps, into the stadium on my eyes I got I went to a lot of the athletics because I love my athletics and I went and just like I was so hyped for that I remember walking up and you, you walk up this kind of the steps just come straight from outside there's no sort of there's no facade to the stadium you kind of once you're on the little island that it's on you walk up the steps and you come out and there right in front of you is the whole sweep of the stadium it was brand new it had the you know the pink running track everything was ready the athletes warming up and everything and just like this like i just remember the feeling like this is my olympics in my city all those to me and there's things that the kids will do like when the kids start talking or something you're like you didn't exist a year ago (laughs) no this is incredible yeah wonder is just my main thing and you know what the best thing is it music can give me that all the time you know like i don't have to go and see something amazing or go to some amazing place and music can give me like the feeling of wonder Mm. just just straight it's just like that's it it's that feeling like an inspiring bit of music a, a kind of a swirl on the strings you know kind of soaring bit of music just there you go this wonder love it can't be it's the best feeling
1: i think i know i agree i think of it a lot i think of it as like kind of golly gee feeling it's that kind of oh wow like this yeah is, you
0: you don't have anything smart to say when you that's no. the feeling of wonder is to say well i don't have anything to sum this up
1: <laughs> like the best you could
0: do is like would you look at that
1: yeah it's um I guess wonder as as a film is the bit in I always think about is the bit in Jurassic Park where they see the dinosaurs and it's sort of done in that that's that's what it's it's telling the audience and I always really like that idea and I always so think uh, one of the things that makes that more special is the idea of them being a couple of paleontologists. And I always think that makes it really work better. Because you imagine them as like, people that do that job. They've loved it since they were kids. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think it's sort of like, I think there's something about that bit where you go, "All oh, right," right, because it's, it's very cleverly done through their eyes. Mm. And I think it's a real, like, clever bit of filmmaking to make it like, oh and also to them not only is it the biggest thing in the world that anyone would ever see but to these people it's a bigger thing i think wasn't it i think uh is it a sense of wonder was one of those things i used to always say about marvel comics that was one of their things like oh it's a sense of wonder i think it's probably like a stanleyism and i think that's that kind of like and almost like it concepts like when you learn a new concept often in fiction i have that kind of ah, just never occurred yeah. to me that that was possible yeah and it's like a concept so, it's like a
0: like science stuff like that's the thing when yeah when, when when my kids especially my oldest when when they're like understanding some new thing some some concept of science some some
1: discoveries
0: some it's discovery, like, but it's not as so much discovery it's like you know that thing you haven't quite thought. Why? Why is that? Or how does that work? Here's the explanation, and it makes sense. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. It, you know it's true because it makes sense and it's right. And that's that. Whoa. And it, I think I wonder if you see something that makes you feel wonder. It's that feeling of like I wish I could open my eyes wider. You know, I wish I could. I wish I could look more at this. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, like that feeling of being wide-eyed. I really get that way. Like. Wow, I can't see enough of this, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. Also, I guess you must have that with kids when they are making discoveries. Like, like literally, you can they can find something out, or you can tell them something that to you is commonplace bit of knowledge, but it's then must they must be hearing it for the first time. Yeah, and you and like that kind of go, so much ah.
0: more. Yeah, you do get so many things where they're like that is this and this and you're like yeah it is pretty good isn't it because yeah. you're just boring jaded out or you taking these things yeah. for forever and then the kids are like wow you know they had a hundred pounds yes they <laughs> did. <laughs> you know like uh, these kids just find everything amazing um
1: i remember when i a few years ago when i went to the isle of sky with a friend of the show Haley Campbell and I could not believe what that place looked like couldn't believe it and I spoke to someone recently who'd just been to Sky and I said to them and they had a photo of these kind of mountains there and I said but what I know and what you know is that a photo has no sense of scale and your place in it and he's like that's what I mean and it's like the photos don't give you an idea of what it feels like to be in that space and you do it's one of those real places where I've I rarely feel like you know you do just feel like this tiny little ant in the world there and you're just in this like it feels like you're among Titans
0: it's a good feeling isn't it yeah it's a great feeling you feel insignificant but it's good
1: yeah it's like you go there and you go oh these are like uh mountains for giants They're not like mountains for like me. It's like you go to the place where you got the giant mountains. It's like, oh, yeah, these are like for the, the actual massive giants and they're the things that they go, yeah, it's a mountain. It's like it feels like that, like it's wild being there. And I mean, ultimately, they can't be that it's just one of those places that the way it's all it always feels like you turn a corner and there's another like new point of view and different like massive things. It's it's kind of incredible. Place to visit because it feels slightly unearthly. It's like that's it. It's that feeling like it's un. It's not real. It's like, ah, oh, this isn't like this is like unreal. It's like, and also it kind of blows my concept of what that thing is. It's like, oh, it's you know, it's kind of, it's bigger than me.
0: Yeah, wonder.
1: Um, which leaves my number one is women.
0: damn you i was like oh that's gonna make you look terrible if he's picked that i
1: don't know i just meant but i don't mean it in a kind of ( tutoring) ( Considerculiar) carry on way i just kept thinking about it like i've realized that a lot of my kind of anxieties and fears in the world and and things i watch where i go like that just like make me pull my hair out i like shows like TV shows like Oz, prison dramas. And what I think it is, I always think what it is, it's the absence of any women. And it's just these kind of environments, which are just full of men. Mm. And it's it's more the absence of women, I think is one of the scariest things I can think of. And also the most unpleasant, like, when like when, like when I hear, like, when you talk to kids that have, like, gone to, like, a, an all-male school, I always just think, oh, you poor sod. I really think it's, like, how awful it must be. Mm-hmm. And it gives me chills when I think about it. And I just think, "God, what what an awful thing that happened to you in your child. Tr- I'm really sorry that happened to you. That's what I feel like you want to say, like, oh, my God. Because I think of those environments as just being, like, horrid. I just find it all like, and I think that's why prison dramas work and kind of why I like them, because I find them horrifying. I think that kind of something about that, that energy.
0: You're talking about how much you love women, and you're using the medium of prison dramas to explain it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, like, no, I mean, like, it's more, it's that kind of, it's women almost as an absence, which is a terrifying thing. So by their nature, it's that as well. It's that kind of it's that sort of Lord of the Fliesy kind of like oh packs, men as like a group without any kind of I find it like horrific. Um but also just because, you know, just because um that was it was a thing I thought about just because of that was my I think that's the the nub of it, digging down to it where I go, I just want to have, I don't know, it also feels when you're talking about it it almost feels like I'm being what's the word like, I'm trying to pat myself on the back or something. But I think it's more that like, it's, I like a kind of feminizing element to I cannot bear it. I cannot bear blokey things that get too blokey, which Mm. I I always fear that this, you know, you go, I hope this show
0: isn't too blokey, but
1: I I really do like, I find it, um, uh, such a kind of that world, too many, too many men all sort of showing off to each other. I find Mm. a really like uncomfortable environment and, uh, it's really not my favorite, really not my favorite at all.
0: I would like to change my list and put women at uh, number 1 I think in all honesty like
1: So what's get what are you getting rid of? Wham wham bars? Bars. Sorry yeah? Wham bars. Okay. yeah. I mean, sorry,
0: you got to go I think like um yeah, I love talking to women more than anything. I like talking to you and everything, but like just uh women whether it's you know my partner, my mum, my sister my friends but just more so uh, talking to women in general as opposed to i've 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 trying to explain to women sometimes when they're asking me what do you mean i'm like there's stuff that men do to other men when they meet them and the way they talk to them and the way they judge them and the way they sound them out or compete with them and stuff, sort of stuff, which I could just live without 100%. Like you could take that straight out of my life and I wouldn't have a problem with it. You know,
1: it just, it's it, funny, the older I get as well, the more kind of, the weirdly, the more confident I am around other men, because I just don't
0: care. Don't care about that stuff. Yeah. That's great. Just I mean, find that's, it like, that's a great part of aging, I think.
1: Yeah. I just go, I have that kind of, uh, huh. no, oh, cool. Cool for you, I don't like. I'm, you know, there's no like. It's just not part of that world. I just find a lot of that stuff. I remember um when I was doing stand up, I got offered, and one of the one of the nicest things about not doing it for a living was that I remember being offered like a gig in uh, a Rotary Club, and I love being able to say, Nah, I'm not doing that. And it's like, why? And he go, because it would be horrible. Like what? Like what? It's a horrible environment to do, to try and be funny. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what a, Mm. like the worst place to try and be funny. Isn't it? (laughs) Like, it's just like, like, uh, I don't know, such a kind of judgmental environment and things. And, you know, I think a lot of it is like, I'm sure,
0: uh,
1: like, I'm not, I'm not excusing myself. I'm sure I do lots of things that are like, uh, that are, you know, from that, hmm Uh but like I uh but I just one of those things where I just whenever I think about it, it's one of those, it makes me go oi, oi, oi. like yeah. that what that kind of um super super uh I get it is, it's like pack, isn't it? That kind of pack animal mentality that men seem to have that I just find it such a kind of weird uh uh environment to be in.
0: I think but so so one of the the greatest things about the last six years of my life is I've been with my kids, and I've been doing childcare for other people's kids, and and that's put me in a kind of world of women, you know. There's yeah, and so often in the last six years, I've been like the one man in the room, or there's two men in the room, that kind of thing, and I've 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 loved that in the sense that the 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 rules of male spaces and male it male groups and that kind of thing just don't apply at all in those places you know and you're you're if anything, yeah you're kind of an outsider and there's a, there can be a bit of suspicion about you what's this guy about you know this is and, and in a way you could say you were sort of um impinging on women's space except i don't believe that because i think pa- dads have got to be parents too mm. and, and and you know i mean i think I've, you can't you can't have women taking up bigger roles in the world and running, gaining more power and that kind of thing. If you don't also have men taking, taking responsibility and family and domestic roles and that kind of thing, there has to be, you know, you can't just leave a vacuum. It's men have to be doing those things as well. So I don't believe that, but you do get, you can get a bit of, um, there's definitely people who are like, Oh, I don't want a man here. You know what I mean? At this play group, at this, in this playground, whatever, but mostly it's just lovely. And I'm, you know the kind of amount you don't have to be on your guard and you don't have to pretend stuff that's not you and all that kind of thing absolutely love it and just you know i've made good friends and it's weird for me like you know i've worked i've worked in some of the same places you've worked you know i worked in mm. record shops and shops. i worked in lots of quiet male environments and that's fine i've been fine with them otherwise i wouldn't have worked there but mm yeah it just reminds me like going back to school i would you know playing my basketball with my with some blokes but i'd also be spending my break time talking to girls and just spending time it just just yeah never felt like a, a man's man i want to be in a kind of all-male environment like that and it's yeah no women is very much my favorite thing beginning with w almost any other letter right, i should imagine i don't know what <laughs> quite comes above that um just just the best for me i like talking to people then i like to i like talking to women best no offense to you but you know (laughs) you know i make an exception for you uh
1: feels like feels like it's more of an earnest answer i was just yeah but
0: that's what we do put the awkward combination of earnest and uh trivial bars exactly i was going to say my number one honorable mention uh was world peace world peace yeah, make, would be good. my top five not right? in my top five do you know nah, what I mean wham bars nah. were still in above it I've bumped I, them out but still they're still above I do like peace. the wicker man more I think than well uh, yeah seriously
1: yeah. you know there was like a lot of things that didn't make it I thought were like you know film wise when I was going through w films I was looking some up as going some that I've got a lot of fondness for things like who framed Roger rabbit a difficult w word because it doesn't sound like it's going to be a w word
0: no, i'm familiar with Silent w
1: yeah 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 uh the warriors uh and a film i saw a couple of years ago that absolutely blew my brains out is wages of fear the Henri Clouseau movie absolutely mind-blowing film it's like the most kind of gripping uh so it's i mean it's not really an action film it's it's uh it's just tense. It's so tense, that you're just kind of, it's a really, it's a film you would watch in a way that it's probably not selling it to people. If you just want to feel incredibly uncomfortable for like two hours, you feel Mm. so uncomfortable that you're just like, you're just kind of like, oh, oh God. I
0: think I'm going to go and watch that now. Sounds great.
1: (laughs) But it is great. You would like it. Um, The wire. The TV ah, show, the wire
0: good. that begins with the. Yeah.
1: So does the wicker man. <laughs> Technically I was on a podcast, uh, a few years ago, the three track podcast, Gabriel Avulu's podcast. And he asked me to think of my th- top three, David Bowie tracks. And I thought it was difficult and I tried to do it where I wasn't. I'd just do it entirely personally about what I thought and try not to be influenced by anything I thought I should say or not say. And one of the ones I picked on that was Win from Young Americans. Uh, and it's always had a kind of bit of a power over it. Um, another one. I've never read the original source material, but as a kid, I was obsessed with Wurzel Gummidge and terrified of it but That's like so attracted to it and terrified of it. And also the new Wurzel Gummidge with uh, Mackenzie Crook, I think is an absolute work of art. So I think intrinsically in the DNA of that is, is something really special. Wow. I, I, I love it.
0: I think I was just repulsed by Wurzel Gummidge. And that sort, sort of it,
1: that sort of it, terrifying, terrifies me, but it's a thing about like, the nature and life and death, I find it. It's obviously like one of those things. It's like another, I think, another kid's thing that's about huge topics. Um, there's I, like I watched, uh, in my 20s, I watched some of the old or Gummages again to see if I thought it was good. And it is still like sort of, it's almost like more mind blowing than you think it is. And there's a bit where it, it's terrifying, it's terrifying it's not kind of comforting and there's a bit where Wurzel Gummidge asks what happens to you when you die and the crow man who built Wurzel Gummidge says put your fingers in your ears and close your eyes and he goes yeah and he goes well it's like that but forever and you go god what a weird thing to tell children
0: <laughs> yeah <that's not> true. <laughs> that's nuts i don't think i like words of garbage at all i love it love it
1: it's magic this new um, mackenzie crook thing as well i what think a uh, tv like, show or film? oh yeah he's basically done like they're often on over christmas so i think he's done three specials like hour-long mm-hmm. ones and they're great real like he's he's obviously like such a talented person i think Mackenzie but he's such a kind of like real kind of pastoral kind of High concepts, really. I
0: loved. Great. I love the Detectorists that he did.
1: Yeah, I've not seen those, oh, but like, lovely. I think I would love them.
0: So mild. Um, so mild. Yeah, it's sort of like that. Oh, They're mild. lovely.
1: It's lovely, but it's also got like bits that are kind of difficult. It's really. I think it's brilliant. Real, like. Yeah, I suppose. Like I'll it's like. It it a kid, I guess it's a kid show, but it's like it's like a five star. It's as good as like any uh, I think... films and TV are
0: i think i'm gonna check out the waves of fear first I think, <laughs> I think that's how creepy i found it at the time i want two hours of discomfort i was gonna say walt disney oh yeah yeah he's a big that's one big w and i was gonna say wigs quite a big fan of wigs yeah quite like exactly. wearing a wig don't have many opportunities to wear a wig but um yeah, I like a wig. And I like seeing people wearing wigs. I like people where they've just been like, yeah, I'm going to wear a blue wig today. What of it? And you go, yeah, <laughs> God, I wish I was you.
1: I think it's insane. I'm, like I watch a lot of old movies. Now now that I recognize wigs, I think it's insane how uh, how few actors had hair in the past. I think it's yeah. insane. It's like, that's crazy. Everyone's got wigs. I don't know. I think... I think we've been fooled. I think actually there's more hair now than there was in the past. Like I think I think almost every Not male actor was was bald in uh, the fifties, sixties and seventies. When you look at it and go, that's a they've all got wigs on. It's crazy. Amazing. Uh William
0: Shakespeare is a big W. Yeah, a big W, yeah. Um you know. It's a good one. It's a good one. I, you included a song in your top five, and I thought, I'll do that. So I started going through my top five songs, beginning with W. I thought, I'll just get a couple to put in my top five. And when I got to about 50, I stopped writing them down. Um, <laughs> nowhere near the end. So no, I won't be including any songs in my top 50 because there's too many. Because half the songs that are good begin with questions, you know, beginning with W it's a crew i mean i haven't done the research but i reckon you could put w songs up against any letter of the alphabet for songs astonishing stuff i can't really pick out any one thing it's just just phenomenal music or maybe i'll make a playlist or something just because it was a nice way to look through music and be like what's begins with w oh yeah this is this is great stuff so yeah astonishing stuff Um, well i mentioned that we were doing w's and then he was like are you gonna do wanking and i was like it's not in my top five w's <laughs> like this <laughs> is not what are you talking about <laughs> that's not in my top five w's that's no i don't know what w what w means to people is clearly different wow. didn't That'd have to see what
1: because i mean this is what's good about this one though it can be really wide right another w word so like everyone's w's Are gonna be i mean hopefully all over the place so you can kind of go anywhere with it i liked it as a topic i think we might do other other letters letters the alphabet not x though right no or maybe 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 we'll see how we go because we could i mean that's the thing with things they actually i know it seems like it's impossible actually if you Go through it; you'll probably get some good ones.
0: But like a xylophone's not even as good as a glockenspiel Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You're
0: right. But Um, like
1: that might not that that wouldn't be on the top five. Then we'd have to dig deep.
0: Yeah, let us know your top fives and dig deep, please, because I think it's a it's a very open open question.
1: Yeah, and 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 I think if you think, can I have this? You can. Yeah, that's why. That's why I think the way to think about it.
0: Some people really like feeling wistful. No, yeah. yeah. Some people really like wagon wheels.
1: Yeah,
0: could be anything.
1: Whispers, they're Whispers. all right. I like them, but they're not enough to make. They wouldn't make my top five chocolates. So whisper they certainly gold. won't make my whisper uh,
0: gold. Might make mine. Oh yeah, whisper gold is good.
1: I like it. That's what I mean. I'm saying it's good, but it's they're not even. It's not even. uh It's a winner.
0: If I was going to pick one song beginning with W, it'd probably be "We're a Winner" by the Impressions that is a phenomenal song and but the standard unbelievable but the funniest song beginning with w is wet dream by max romeo wet dream by max romeo went to number two on the uk charts in like 1968 or seven right it's a song about having a wet dream right like i cannot believe that went to number two in the charts or whatever it was like it sold like hundreds of thousands of copies and was played on the radio especially
1: at that time
0: at that time i kind of
1: think at, at the time when the records are probably selling more than they've ever sold
0: and he had to make a statement at the time being like no it's not about it's that's not what it's about of course it's very <laughs> much every night i go to bed i have a wet dream and and the chorus outrageous oh, i love what <laughs> i love what reggae artists got away with in the 60s unbelievable dream max primeo <laughs> If you don't know Wet Dream by Max Romeo, go and have a listen, it'll blow your mind. No. That was a hit record in the conservative UK in the 60s. Love it. That's those, those would be my W picks, I think. But honestly, got to 50 and had to knock it in, knock it on the head. Just too many great songs beginning W.
1: Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, if you've got any other suggestions, uh, please
0: let us know. Um, had a number please. of people telling, telling me, we need to do hats, top five hats, so we better get thinking we better put our thinking caps on nice. and, and, uh, and do some hat thinking.
1: I reckon I'd have to do some hat research and, uh, I'd probably, yeah, I'd take it seriously, I think. Yeah. I could take it seriously.
0: Would you do real hats or fictional hats?
1: Oh, that's different. Like pers- a specific person's hat yeah oh <laughs> uh, yeah well that's a whole other cat fictional hats
0: <laughs> fictional hats is like another category right
1: yeah fictional hats and real hats do both
0: <laughs> thanks for listening spread the word and uh we'll see you next time for another stupid list
1: goodbye
0: bye <laughs>